0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, I'm gonna be finally making my NFL playoff predictions um, and a couple of other things um, to talk about as well. Um TV shows, NBA scores, the national championship game that happened on Monday, all that good stuff. So, of course, to start off with the NBA scores, uh starting off recapping all the way from Monday. So Monday, we had seven games. We had the Jazz losing to the Pistons, 126 to 116. We had the Hornets defeating the Bucks, 103 to 99. We had the Spurs losing to the Knicks, 111 to 96. We had the Pacers losing to the Celtics, 101 to 98. Excuse me. We had the Sixers defeating the Rockets, 111 to 91. We had the Cavaliers defeating the Kings, 109 to 108. And as well, we had the Nets losing to the Blazers one fourteen and one hundred eight. Then on Tuesday, on January eleventh, the Wizards they defeated the Thunder one twelve or one twenty two to one eighteen. The Suns defeat the Raptors ninety nine to ninety five. The Warriors they lose to the Grizzlies one sixteen and one hundred eight. The Grizzlies have been red hot. John Moran has easily been a top ten player this season, and yeah, he just continues to get better and better uh the bulls defeat the pistons 113 to 87 not even close with that one and the pelicans defeat the timberwolves 128 to 125 and also the clippers they beat the nuggets uh 87 to 85 the nuggets blew that game away so yeah and yesterday on wednesday we had the hornets defeating the sixers 109 to 98 the sixers have been pretty good so far this year as well but they snapped their what 6-7 game winning streak at the current moment Obviously starting back to a losing streak now for the Sixers. The Celtics, they defeat the Pacers 119-100. The Heat blew out the Atlanta Hawks 115-91. We're looking really good. Tyler Hero, sixth man of the year, definitely, definitely very, very possible. The Knicks defeat the Mavericks 108-85. The Wizards defeat the Magic 112-106. The Rockets defeat the Spurs 128-125. The Cavaliers defeat the Jazz 111-91. The Lakers, they lose a pretty tough game against the Kings, 125-116. to 116. Russell Westbrook continues to play very inconsistent football, or football-basketball in these uh, last few games. And the Nets, they blow out the Bulls. Who well, the Bulls have been incredible this year, but the Nets just steamrolled them pretty much in the fourth quarter and third quarter even as well. Yeah, especially in the third quarter. I think they only scored 19 points. Yeah, those, they damn near scored 40 uh KD had 27 Kyrie had 9 points and again also again Kyrie's only been playing on the road at the current moment and James Harden actually had a pretty good game 25 points 7 rebounds so yeah he's been pretty solid but hasn't been that James Harden superstar as he has been for the past you know MVP candidate for the past couple of years but he still hasn't had a horrible year and then for today we have the Warriors versus the Bucks which that game should start in a couple minutes from now the Timberwolves Grizzlies the Clippers Pelicans the Thunder Nets Blazers and Nuggets, and then tomorrow for Friday night, we have the Suns Pacers, the Magic Hornets, the Sixers Celtics, the Hawks, and the Heat, once again, this time in Miami, the Warriors taking on the Bulls, that's going to be a pretty good game, the Raptors and the Pistons, the Cavaliers and the Spurs, the Rockets and the Kings, and then finally the Mavericks and the Grizzlies, so those are the games for today and for tomorrow, Uh, let's go over the national championship game that happened on Monday between the Georgia Bulldogs, and Alabama Crimson Tide. So Georgia, they prevailed and took the W and they are now the 2022 NCAA football, college football national champions. Um, They've had a great year this year. Their only loss was to Alabama in that SEC uh, championship game, which they were very close into beating Alabama in that one as well. And this game in the first half was not that exciting. It was really just the defense who have both teams stepped up the offense started picking up in the fourth quarter. However, for the uh, for the Bulldogs, especially and that defense, man, that defense is insane. <laughs> that Georgia defense is probably the best, easily the best defense in all of college football, without a fucking doubt. They steamrolled Alabama's offense. Bryce Young threw some very lazy interceptions. Didn't know what the hell he was doing. Uh, he still played hard football, though. I mean, the Bama, you know, they're 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 Alabama. Even when they do lose, they win next year, we can expect them to be here and Met next year we can expect them to win it. so Alabama, even though they took the l uh you know they're they're still easily one of the but they're they're still the best team in college football entry next year, and well, what do you know? Georgia took the opportunity to finally win a national championship because they lost to Alabama in twenty eighteen, I believe, and so they got their revenge and they beat them in Indianapolis. And so yeah, Georgia, they they're then the current f- college football national championships. Uh Stenson Bennett, the senior quarterback for Georgia, celebrates. I saw a lot of a lot of clips of him doing interviews. Well, I know that man was not okay. That man was faded. That man was high as a motherfucker. But you know what? Hey, he just won the national championship. We can't really blame him. So, you know, can we really? But anyways, so that was the national championship game. They Georgia defeat Alabama thirty three to eighteen. Defense prevailed. Offense did great. And that was that, man. Uh, well, obviously, we don't have any college football content until August because, uh, yeah, right now we only have NFL and the NFL season. But before one more thing, before we get to the NFL predictions and uh, and all the other shit, I also want to talk about Euphoria. Season two, episode one, came out on Sunday night, and I saw it yesterday night. So, Euphoria, if you don't know, this series started season one back in 2019. Season two, the first episode came out on Sunday night. This is a very highly anticipated show. People have been waiting for this, including me. Um for years. I mean, I remember watching this show back in my 2019. I was a freshman in high school. I think I was it was during the summer. I remember watching the show. So I believe uh, it was after my senior. It was after my, my freshman year. I was about to be a sophomore after the summer. So yeah, but technically I was still a freshman, whatever. Anyways, 2019. During the summer, I watched this show as well as Stranger Things three, which also I'm excited for to come back this summer as well. Holy shit! I'm, whatever. Do, we'll talk about Stranger Things at another point because this is not what this shit is about. But anyways, Euphoria season two episode one finally came out, and uh, well, What did you, what did you know? Craziness happened. A lot of shit going on. You know, you obviously y'all 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 know what to expect. A lot of drugs, a lot of sex, a lot of a lot of nudity. Violence, you know, you can you could just expect that that's just the You know, that's just the experience. That's what euphoria is. That's what the show, uh, you know, basically is about so Yeah, but i'm not really gonna i'm not really gonna describe it too much Uh, just because I don't want to spoil it in case the people do want to watch it But you know if you did see season one, it's pretty pretty much, you know a, a continuation, but there was definitely scenes that were Pretty crazy. I mean, look, for me personally, this is a show that I could pass with, but this is definitely not a show that I, that I definitely like. I feel like for certain people, I can tell, like, you should watch this show. But like, other than that, I really, I really cannot see myself like really telling other people, yo, you should watch this show. This is, this is one of the shows you kind of have to like, figure out yourself. I don't know, personally, but I mean, look, you you Euphoria. The reason why people loved it, season one, and why I was actually a big fan. I mean, the acting is great. Uh, the acting is is fantastic. The cinematography is great. The visuals, obviously, that really makes it um really makes it stand out to really just watching the show in itself. There's definitely a lot of like, a lot of music video aesthetic, on in each episode or like wallpapers or like some type of like aesthetic that really that really looks really good it looks like a like a photography scene it looks like a, a photo shoot it looks aesthetically pleasing basically but in, in in different ways in multiple different ways and that's one obvious that's one aspect to why the show's pretty entertaining but and obviously the music the soundtrack that's behind it as well i mean you know, Drake is an executive producer on the show. And most likely or not, he probably has something to do with, you know, the soundtrack of the of the show, maybe, maybe not. But I would probably say so, you know, so. So yeah, and you know, I think it just kind of follows through a a certain reality for, for a lot of people. I mean, maybe not specifically in high school, you may see like, An entire school full of junkies. I mean, of course, if you go to high school like me, you could definitely see a couple. But it really just depends. You know, this isn't really portraying every high school, obviously. Or not portraying like the majority of people in high school, wherever your area is. You know, certain certain schools have their own issues. Maybe too much violence. Maybe too much drugs. Maybe too much sex. You know, whatever it is. But they all balance off for this show but you should definitely watch it. Now let's get into NFL playoffs. So yeah, let's talk about it. So before we get to the predictions, I want to go over a couple of things. I actually do want to go over first the predictions that I made uh, before the season started. And um, of course I haven't seen this since, well, since the season started. So Let me see how accurate I was with my division winners, playoffs that I had, Super Bowl matchup, awards. Yeah, I'm going to have to go through each thing, and I'm already looking at some horrible takes. But anyway, so this is not my current uh, predictions. These are the ones that I did way back in August, September, before the season started. This was during the preseason, and I did this list. So, yeah, I definitely could be right, definitely could be wrong. So... Let's start off with the winners in each division. So in the AFC East, I had the Bills. Okay. I was right about that. The AFC North, I had the Browns. Yeah, I was uh I was definitely far off with that. Definitely far off with that. The AFC South, I had the Titans. Simple enough, not a surprise. AFC West, I had the Chiefs, not a surprise either. The NFC East, I had the Washington football team. That was a big fucking L. Um, the NFC North had the Packers, no surprise there. NFC South, I had the Buccaneers and then the NFC West, I had the Rams. Okay. So I went four for, I went, no, I went uh six for eight, six for eight in division. So it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. I mean, probably the Washington football. I could have easily said the Cowboys, but I don't like the Cowboys. So you you could, you just, you could have easily just expected Washington or some shit. Uh, But they were definitely a very disappointing team. So I had the Bills get 12 wins. Let me look at the current standings. Okay, so the Bills, I expected them to get 12 and 5. They went 11 and 6. The Dolphins, I had them 10 and 7. The Dolphins went 9 and 8. The Patriots, I had them going 10 and 7. And they did go 10 and 7. So that was a W for me. The Jets, I had them get 5 and 12. And they were actually 4 and 13. So the Jets did actually worse. Than what I predicted. That is tough. In the AFC West, so the AFC West, I had the Chiefs being 15 and 2. Obviously, they were 12 and 5. The Chargers had them 10 and 7. The Chargers were 9 and 8. The Raiders, I had them 8 and 9 and they were 10 and 7. The Broncos, I had them 5 and 12 and they were 10 and 7 and 10. In the AFC North, I had the Bengals dead last. Dead last and 12 record had the Bengals and obviously they were 10 and 7 they were easily the most surprising team of the of the season insane um the Steelers 10 and 7 they were 9-7-1 that's pretty much almost a 10-7 record the Ravens I had them going 10 and 7 they went 8-9 and the Browns I had them winning 12 fucking games 12 and 5 while they were 8 and 9 so yeah the Titans I had them 11 and 6 they went 12 and 5 so, they did much better. The Colts, I had them 9-8. And, and they also went 9-8. And, and I had them missing the playoffs. But, during the season, I definitely thought they had a huge chance in making the postseason. So, I was right. They did. They were 9-8 and, and they didn't make the postseason. But, you know. Because the Patriots, I had their record right. But I didn't have them making the playoffs. I had the fucking Dolphins with the same record. But... The Dolphins just somehow advanced, whatever, with the same record. But anyways, uh, the Jaguars, 6 and 11. Yeah, I had them. I was pretty generous with the Jaguars, huh? They were 3 and 14. And the Texans, well, they were... I had them 3 and 14. They were 4 and 13. Um, So I could have just switched the Jaguars and Texans, and I would have been all right. Now, in the NFC, in the NFC East, what did I have? I had Washington winning 10 and 7. Yeah, they went seven and ten. Polar opposites. The Cowboys, I had them nine and eight. I didn't even have them in the playoffs. That's fucked up. Um, and yeah, the obviously the playoffs, the Cowboys are 12-5. The Giants, I had them seven and ten, and they went four and thirteen, my goodness. And I had the Eagles five and twelve. I didn't even give any confidence toward my favorite team, but they were nine and eight this year and they were able to make the postseason. So I'm happy that I was wrong about that. The NFC North. So the NFC North I had the Packers going 13-4. Yes, sir. Got that correct. Uh, Vikings, 9-8. They were 8-9. So fucking close. The Bears, I had them. Uh, or no, I had the Vikings. Yeah, I had the Vikings 9-8 and they went 8-9. And then the Bears, I had them going 8-9. And they were 6-11. While I had the Lions going 3-14. Well, they were 3-13-1. But... Whatever, I'll still count it as a W because I was pretty close. NFC South, I had the Buccaneers winning fourteen. I had a, I had them winning a fourteen and three record, they were thirteen and four. The Saints, ten and seven, they were nine and eight. The Falcons eight and nine. They were actually seven and ten. The Panthers, six and eleven, but they went five and twelve. I am pretty close. I'm gonna be honest with you. I there's very there's a couple L's like the Bengals last and the Giants. I mean, and the Eagles, you know, dead last, and the Washington football team winning the division. There's some L's for sure, but I'm, like, kind of, like, 80% accurate. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm barely missing right now, and I'm kind of surprised. But anyways, the NFC West, I had the Rams going 14-3. and They went 12-5. and The Cardinals, I had them 8-9, and and they went 11-6. and I thought the Cardinals were going to be the worst team in the division, but I still thought they were going to be a potential playoff team, and, well... Potential no because they obviously are a playoff team. And the 49ers I had them 12 and 5. They went uh ten and seven, but still I don't really think even though I had gave them a little bit too much credit, they're still a good team, and they could easily upset the Cowboys this weekend. So don't be surprised by that. And then the Seahawks, I had them going ten and seven, taking the seventh seed, but they were seven and ten. So Yeah, that uh that did not go well. So yeah, a couple errors, obviously. I'm not expected to hit a hundred percent from the field, but It is what it is. Now, let's talk about the awards. So, I had MVP Josh Allen. For me, MVP probably has to be Aaron Rodgers once again. But if I don't want to give it to a quarterback or I don't want to be fucking, you know, boring, I really would like Jonathan Taylor to take MVP. That man was a beast. But then again, he didn't make the postseason. Not because of him, but because Carson Wentz and that offense, besides JT, just couldn't do anything. So... And and they just lost in the worst way possible, so I can't really put them too much. But I still think even JT deserves MVP, even despite all that. Brady, that man is still playing like a god, so I don't understand how he's not in that conversation. He should be for sure. So yeah, Aaron Rodgers, JT, or, or Tom Brady, honestly. I mean, you could also say Joe Burrow. That's probably like the dark horse pick, but I don't know. Joe Burrow has had a great year, though, so really can't be surprised if he does win it. Defensive player of the year, I had Miles Garrett. I'm not I I mean Miles Garrett wasn't terrible this year, but uh there's definitely some defensive player of the year candidates that you know definitely should be up there. I really do think I mean I mean TJ Watt. I mean come on. TJ Watt has been incredible this year. The man just broke the sack record, the most sacks in the season. I mean, come on, what the fuck? Like this man is a beast. Uh, Micah Parsons, I had him winning Defensive Rookie of the Year, and I still think I'm right about that. That is going to fucking happen. So I was right about that from before the season started. But he could also win Defensive Player of the Year. Even though Miles Garrett, I, it, it, let's be honest, he might take it. I think I might be right with the Miles Garrett pick. Even though maybe I certainly may not think that right now. I think that's a good pick. Definitely a huge chance that they they might actually pick him. A comeback player of the year, I had Saquon Barkley. Now, unfortunately, Saquon Barkley wasn't um wasn't insane this year. He wasn't too good. I I would say like maybe I mean obviously I would say definitely Dak Prescott or Joe Burrow would definitely be my favorite to win comeback player of the year and not Saquon. So I'm I'll probably have to skip I'll probably have to say uh, Dak Prescott because Dak Prescott missed more games in Joe Burrow last year and the Cowboys were basically just done for last year. Like after they lost Dak, they were booty cheeks. Their defense was atrocious, their offense was trash. But obviously look at this season with Dak Prescott, their offense is rolling, their defense has been fucking out lights out. So, yeah, comeback player of the year got to be Dak Prescott because that man changes that team. So, obviously Dak Prescott, even though Joe Burrow, you know, did miss, you know, uh multitude. He did miss, you know, a little bit of uh, a quarter less than the season left. But still, Dak Prescott, you know, what can he do? So, yeah, offensive rookie of the year had Justin Fields. Honestly, offensive player, the offensive rookie of the year. I really don't know. Offensive rookie who would I give it to? I mean, Najee Harris is definitely up there. Najee Harris is definitely up there right now. Uh, Jamar Chase has been incredible. Mac Jones has been great. For me, probably, I'll have to give it to Jamar Chase. That man has been insane this year. And, like... I wish I had him on my fantasy team, even though I still won without him. I shit. Next year I should keep him on track for my lineup next year so I can three peat again in fantasy. Man, but that you know, I think offensive rookie of the year gotta go to either Mac Jones or Jamar Chase. But Justin Fields, yeah, that that was a that was a bad pick. My bad. Uh coach of the year. This is actually not that bad of a take, but I had Kyle Shanahan. Um I don't really um I don't think it would really be too crazy if he does win coach of the year, but probably Zach Taylor, uh, Matt Lafleur, I guess, because that man has just been consistently great. I would say they're definitely up there for coach of the year. Um, Mike Variable, uh, because again, the fucking Tennessee Titans are now the number one seed in the AFC, so that has to be one thing. I'll probably give it to. I'll give it to Zach Taylor because. The Bengals were just booty cheeks, and now they're a playoff team. So, come on, we gotta we gotta give him credit for that. What? An offensive player of the year. That's gonna be kind of tough. That's gonna be tough. But again, Cooper. Oh no, it got Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Oh, oh, come on, Cooper Cup or Jonathan Taylor, offensive player of the year. What am I even thinking of? I had Alvin Camaro winning it. But no, Alvin is not winning it. It's Cooper Cup or Jonathan Taylor. One of those two. I hope both of those motherfuckers get an award because I don't want to pick and choose between Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor because they both have had a great year. Cooper Cup won the damn Triple Crown. He led the league in receiving uh, touchdowns, receptions, and receiving yards. So the man was a fucking beast. Jonathan Taylor has also did the same thing in the rushing category. So look. This is hard and this is hard to pick, but um maybe JT. I really don't know. Coop or JT. One of those two. I'm fine with. So, I'm I'm fine with either way. So, anyways, uh the AFC. So the playoffs that I had, I had the Chiefs one, the Bills two, the Browns three, the Titans four, the Steelers five, the Dolphins six, and the Ravens seven. In the First seed in the NFC, I had the Bucs, Rams, Packers, 49ers, Washington football team, Seattle, Seahawks. Okay, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually I had the Chiefs-Rams. So that's my Super Bowl pick. Super Bowl pick. I had the Chiefs versus the Rams. So that is my old NFL predictions. Those were my old predictions that I did back before week one even began. And so, yeah. That was that. So now let's talk about the teams that are actually in the damn playoffs. And I'm going to rank them. Uh, I did a little ranking of which teams. Uh, actually, no. before I do that, let me do the most surprising and disappointing teams of the year. So let's get this off quick. So here are my five most surprising teams in the NFL this year. So first, I got to say the Bengals. Yeah, obviously you saw me that I had the Bengals going 5-12. and 12. Well, obviously, they proved me fucking wrong. They had a great year this year. Their offense has been lights out. Joe Burrow has been playing like a superstar. You know, you can't re You could trust this team right now. We'll have to see in the postseason how they play against uh Vegas on Saturday, but what they proved in the regular season was enough for me to believe that like, this team could be a really good team in the future, whether they fuck up in the playoffs this year, next year, whatever. This is, this is going to be a team that might be Super Bowl hopefuls If they can keep it up, you know, if they can can keep it up, if they have a connection going, that defense can still play good. The offense can still play great. And that connection between Jamar Chase, I mean, uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, a match made in heaven. So, yeah, the Bengals have been crazy this year, so definitely a huge surprise for me. They're probably the biggest surprise of the season for me. Yeah, man, I'm I'm super proud of it. I just thought they were gonna be this team maybe next year, two years. I didn't really think it was gonna be that quick, quick, that the team was gonna turn around. I didn't think Zach Taylor was gonna switch this team around. I Me mean, last year, they were not good, and Joe Burrow obviously without him, they were bad, <laughs> and obviously Jamar Chase wasn't um wasn't obviously on the team. He was just getting drafted after the season was over. So instantly, those those two mo- motherfuckers coming back playing healthy, yeah. They had an instant connection. They were playing great. And the Bengals are now in the playoffs. So, yeah, big surprising team for me. And I also had the Tennessee Titans. I had the Titans, were going 11-6. and six. I still had them making the postseason. But number one seed in the AFC. That was shocking, man. I did not think, especially without Derrick Henry, without Julio Jones missing a lot of games and barely even, you know, not playing like Julio Jones when he was in Atlanta. Uh, A.J. Brown has still been pretty solid, but nothing crazy like he has been in the last two years. The offense felt very incomplete. The defenses felt very incomplete and inconsistent. But this team still pulls through, and they were able to still be good opponents. Maybe have lost some horrible games to some bad teams, but they're able to pull through. And even though Tannehill is not the most consistent QB... He can get the job done when he needs the, when he has the opportunity, and when he wants to show up. So, the Titans without Derrick Henry, they still might actually be a pretty decent team in the postseason, but I don't think they're gonna last far. Again, they don't got to worry about this week because they don't have to play. But next week, depending on who they have to play, you know, Bengals, Raiders, you know, uh, Steelers, Chiefs, whoever. Or not the Chiefs because the number one and the number two are not gonna face. But Whoever they face next week, you know, we'll have to see how, how it pans out. So, yeah. Uh, next, I have the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles, I had them going 5-12. and 12. I didn't give a lot of hope to the Eagles this year just because, I mean, Nick Sirianni, it was his first year. I was kind of scared that the man was going to make more. I was I was scared of this new head coach thing. I didn't really see if this man was going to make an instant change on the team that quickly. And Jalen Hurts, I thought he was a beast, and he still is, but... Again, you know, I, I he's, he was a backup, so I don't want to really classify him yet as a starting caliber quarterback, but this year, he has proved that. He has definitely proved that he's worthy to be a starter in the NFL, and him and Devonta Smith are also one of my favorite duels in the league. The defense has been pretty good, actually, this year, pretty underrated. The rushing defense, especially, my God, they could stop the run very well, so... Yeah, I uh, I got to give a lot of faith to the Eagles this year, man, even though it was kind of tough for me to kind of like just knock them down and basically just say this season's not going to be it for us. Well, I'm glad I was wrong because now we are actually have a chance to win a damn playoff game. I think the first one since like 2018 against the Bears. I think that was the last playoff win we had, I think so. Yeah, let's see if we can get another one, but it won't be easy because we got against to go against the Bucks. So yeah. Uh the Raiders were another surprising team for me. I mean the Raiders. They barely got in the playoffs. You know, they won the last game in the regular season against the Chargers and they're able to pull through. And the Raiders, I mean, again, they are not the most consistent team in the entire league. And also had to deal with a lot of shit. Um you know that outside the field, obviously the whole situation with John Gruden and obviously with uh with the, oh what the fuck, oh my God, I just got a notification of literally uh my favorite or whatever uh so yeah, back to what I was fucking saying, my bad guys, the Raiders dealing with all the shit uh outside the football field the whole situation with John Gruden Henry Ruggs, Damon Arnett. Losing players to DUIs and going to jail and just, you know, doing the dumbest shit Um, They were still able to pull through and here they are in the postseason Dedicated, focused And hey, you know, they actually have a decent chance at actually beating Cincinnati But I'm not too shabby about that at the current moment But we'll have to wait and see But yeah, the Raiders have definitely been surprising I didn't really think, I really thought that that was going to mess them up But that did not, that did not So they were able to prevail and get better so good job for the Raiders, and then finally for the surprising team, I had the last surprising team. I have the Patriots. I still had them barely miss the playoffs, ten and seven. I had them going the same record they did this year, but not make the postseason because the Dolphins were to take that spot. But that wasn't the fucking case, unfortunately. But yeah, I mean, again, I still had the play, play, What the fuck? I still had the Patriots. The Patriots um still playing good this year and uh at that point I was kind of really not too sure I think Cam Newton was I think when I made this I think Cam Newton was going to be the starter or he was before he was even cut and got released from the team so I was still kind of sure that it wasn't I don't actually I don't think it was that I think I made that after he got released but maybe not, maybe I was like, Cam Newton might do something, might change. But that was not Mac, Mac Jones' problem. Because he was the one making this team play really good, man. That offense has been great. The defense has been fantastic as well for, the, for New England. So, gotta give them credit. They both, both sides of the football for this team has been great. So, yeah. So, the Bengals, Titans, Patriots, Eagles, and Raiders were my five surprising teams for this season. And then for the most disappointing teams, So my first team, I got the Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins. I had them going 10-7. They went 9-8. They didn't play awful this year, but they were very inconsistent. They had a 7-game losing streak. 7-game winning streak. Got booty-fucked by the Titans. And then pretty much conveniently won against the Patriots to end the season. And obviously just the day after they... Probably made the worst decision in the franchise history in in recent years by just fucking letting go of Brian Flores, and thinking that was actually a good idea. They're definitely going to regret that in the long run. But we're not here to talk about the whole Brian Flores escape. We're here to talk about the uh, their season. They're disappointing, man. They were not. They were ten and six last year. They didn't make the postseason. And again, if they you know, and, and they were really close. They were really close. If they were just able to beat Tennessee, maybe things would have been different. But yeah, man, still disappointing. They still couldn't get in. It just sucks. It just still pains me that they're still not in. That's some bullshit. Next, I got the Washington football team. Man, I thought that defense was gonna be lights out this year. Consistently. Ball, you know, play well, and yeah. That was not the case. Obviously, Chase Young, um, or way back early in the season, he uh, he got injured, so he's out for the rest of the year, and so of course that did a lot of damage to the defense. But damn, it does seem like maybe Chase is the reason why this defense is pretty fucking good. I guess because man, they were atrocious. Uh, uh at least in the in the passing, in the receiving, receiving passing was just bad. I don't know. And the and the offense also wasn't it, too. Like, the offense is just very, eh, really inconsistent. And between Tyler Heineke, he's not the most consistent QB. And I don't really trust him as a starter anymore. Washington needs to get a new QB. Washington just is kind of in the middle. But they could definitely be better if they can just find a better QB, better defense, or they could just step up. And obviously, a healthy Chase Young can help that defense out a lot. But... Yeah, this year was not that good for Washington. Let's just say next year when hopefully they have a team name, they could have an impact and do something. So, yeah. Next I have the Seattle Seahawks. This is the first season since 2012 they have not made the postseason. Insane. Since 20, wait, 2012 or 2013? I think 2013 or 2012. Yeah, I think 2012 they did not make the postseason. That's insane. That's insane. They were on a crazy, you know, playoff team every single year. You know, every single year, there will be a consistent playoff team. You know, back in the 20, back 2012-13 when they won the Super Bowl, after that, they were a consistent playoff team. But this year, they have crumbled up. The offense was pretty booty cheeks. Russell Wilson was not himself. Even though he missed out on a couple games and missed like three or four games, of the season still wasn't amazing when he came back uh they did have some decent games where they actually were playing really good but they were seven and ten they still just did not fulfill most people's you know destiny of them making the postseason once again and it broke the streak so yeah seattle they're stuck right now if they're gonna trade russell wilson if they're gonna give him up get him the trade package to get another quarterback in seattle we'll have to wait and see on that but Seattle, not the team for this season. Next, I have the New Orleans Saints. They barely, barely could have made the postseason. But unfortunately, the 49ers defeated the Rams, which officially eliminated the Saints from playoff hopefuls. And well, I mean, they were close. They were close. I'm not going to go too off on them. But again, their offense is a bit shaky. The defense, though, was actually pretty solid this year. So I got to give them credit for that. And, well, you know, I don't think they're a bad team. I think maybe next year they could actually be, a, a, a again, once uh, once again, an, another playoff contending team. But they're very inconsistent team. They win, they lose, win, lose, win, lose, win, win, lose, 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 win. Like, you know, those type of teams. So maybe the Saints can pull through next year. We'll have to wait and see. And then finally, probably the most disappointing team in the entire year. Got to go to the Browns. Yeah, man, Baker Mayfield, that man was playing like ass this year, bro. Just terrible, man. It was super, super disappointing and frustrating to see Baker just, you know, throw some horrible passes and just not really be consistent and keep an eye on the football and protect it as much as he, you know, was able to do in his first two years. I don't know. Baker Mayfield, I think, is still a decent QB. Maybe he's maybe a little bit below average, but I still I still think he he if he just progresses, which at this point right now it doesn't really feel like we can give him too much, uh time left to kind of see what what type of quarterback he really is because you know he is he's entering his fourth year next year, and we don't really know if this man was really going to be the future for Cleveland, and I would say most people were saying no we're just going to continue with this. Quarterback curse and just find a new QB, and that's it. But yeah, and obviously the whole Odell Beckham Jr. situation where they just didn't give him enough chances, or and I think that kind of sued them off and just gave him a, lo- a lot, a lot, a one less weapon. So I feel like that made him a little bit more, you know, infuriating to it. But I don't know, man. This, uh, this Steelers team, not the Steelers, this, uh, Browns team. Could have done a lot better this year, but unfortunately that was not the case. But those were well, my most disappointing teams. So yeah, those were my most disappointing teams of the season. And so yeah, now let's get into ranking basically all the teams that uh that are in the postseason. So at number fourteen, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers, once again, you know, they'd go up against the Bengals, not the Bengals, the um the Chiefs. Look, man, the Steelers are lucky that they're even in the damn postseason. But uh, let's be honest, they shouldn't even be here. But anyways, the Steelers, I put them dead last. They're easily the worst team in the playoffs right now. I don't know if I really give them a good chance in beating Kansas City at all. But, you know, guess we have to wait and see. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, I think, said it himself. Like, I don't think we even got a chance. But at least believe in your team and say you will, even if you don't truly really believe it. Because you know how the media is going to take it. So I have the Steelers in number fourteen. And number thirteen, I have the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders also barely got in, but they were able to get a win against the Chargers. They go up against the Bengals on wildcard weekend on Saturday this week. So have a good chance to make it to the divisional round, you know, and you know, have a decent time. But the Raiders, uh, they're not the best or most consistent team in the NFL, and at least the Bengals. When they played um, them in um, in Vegas, they annihilated them. They played pretty bad. So things could be different. But other than that, I don't know if the Raiders will really be a huge contending team this year. At least the chances of them making the Super Bowl, very, very unlikely. So they're number 13. And at number 12, I have the Philadelphia Eagles, man. I love the Eagles, man. But let's be honest, we are definitely far away from making a playoff. Uh, not a playoff, uh, a Super Bowl run um again we could definitely make one or two upsets we might make the NFC championship game if some if by miracle or the divisional round by miracle we can pull off an upset but other than that i don't think the eagles are gonna win the post uh, win the super bowl this year there's just a lot of other better teams so yeah unfortunately i gotta give them that 12th spot and number 11, I have the New England Patriots. The Patriots have been consistently good, but the way they ended their year, the end of their season was pretty rough. So that kind of concerns me a lot, entering the game against Buffalo that they have on Saturday. So it's going to be kind of difficult to see this New England team kind of adjust again, but, you know, it's the postseason. Bill Belichick, you know, he's the king of the postseason. He 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 never he rarely, rarely loses in the playoffs. So we'll see if the Bills can take that challenge. We'll have to wait and see for that one. So the Patriots at number 11. At number 10, I have the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers, man, I think the 49ers are actually a pretty decent team, man. Even though they were actually really good this year. Their defense has been great. Their offense has been in control this year. So yeah, the 49ers definitely have a legit chance to actually make the postseason Um, Will I think they'll beat the Cowboys? Most likely not, but it's actually a pretty decent shot. I mean, I think there's people saying upset worthy for the 49ers to beat the Cowboys. Maybe I don't really see it, but anyways, I think the Niners are still up there around that area, though. So at number 10, they are. At number nine, I have the Arizona Cardinals. Another team who I just didn't like how they ended the season. They ended the season pretty rough. They have been losing a, a handful of games to end their year. So entering this game against the Rams on Sunday or Monday night football, they're going to have to be very mentally prepared and, you know, just see what's going to happen on Monday because uh, they just can't play like that. They've been playing the last couple of weeks to just horrible teams or even some decent teams, but still would lose to them. I don't know. But I think the Cardinals definitely have a big chance of actually going all the way to the Super Bowl. If they could defeat this team that's a number eight, which is the LA Rams, man. The LA Rams have been also been pretty inconsistent to end the year. I had them winning the NFC. Now, it's still definitely possible they can win the NFC, but it just looks unlikely by the day. I think at this point right now, the Rams, yikes. I don't really know, man, if they're even worthy of making the NFC Championship game. I mean, again, they're the Rams. They could defeat the Cardinals and whoever they face in the division around. It's definitely possible they could even make the damn Super Bowl and play the Super Bowl at home. And the second Super Bowl that will be played at home in NFL history. But I don't really think that's going to be the biggest thing for the the Rams. I think it's just going to be Matthew Stafford, honestly, because he also has been pretty inconsistent. And probably has been the biggest reason why they haven't been playing this good. So, yeah, if Stafford could step up, then maybe the Rams will actually put something better. But they're at number eight. At number seven, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals, again, they have been a great team this year. They have proved with their offense that they are electric. And that they have done so many things to get this team to the playoffs. And so, yeah, I shouldn't be a surprise when they take on the Raiders this year or uh, next this week, so we'll really be surprised. Huh oh, I bad um jeez, why the fuck am I so tired? Jesus. But anyways, the Bengals, yeah, I do think they have a pretty legit chance of actually making the postseason, but I don't have them as a the number one obviously. But they're at my number seven. At my number six I have the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys man Look, man, they actually are pretty decent. They're actually a pretty good fucking team. I'm not even going to lie. They're actually a pretty good damn football team. And it just sucks for me to say that. But, man, this team really is the shit. This team really is the shit. So, yeah, to be honest with you, Cowboys definitely have a really good chance of actually making the damn Super Bowl, despite hate saying it they might actually they could actually take the nfc title. I won't I won't even be surprised by that. But we'll have to wait and see on that one cuz they're at number 6. But at number 5, I have the Buffalo Bills. At number 5 of the Buffalo Bills, the Bills. They were able to get the victory against the Jets last week. And you know, they were able to, you know, get something going. They won the division thanks to New England losing to Miami. And so, yeah, there's still a lot that could happen for Buffalo, especially next week when they go up against New England in the wildcard week uh, this week. So, yeah, prepare for the Bills Mafia because it's going to be a very competitive battle against their rival in the New England Patriots. But we'll have to wait and see how how that turns out. Next, at number four, I actually have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I wanted to put really the Titans at number four, and maybe put the Bucks at two or three. But look, the Buccaneers are still obviously a great team. They are flooded with injuries, but there's some players expected to be back for the postseason, except obviously Chris Godwin and obviously age, uh, AB. But Tom Brady, man, is on this team. So you can never, ever, ever doubt Brady. And even if you think there's so many other better teams... Brady gets it done, no, no matter what. Just no matter what. If you don't have the best player, maybe this team is a bit different. But my God, this man is the best QB, even with a decent team of receivers. Even with an, a great elite team with receivers, the man is going to succeed no matter what. So yeah, it's going to be pretty tough going up against the Buccaneers this week for the Eagles this, this, uh, this Saturday or this Sunday. But... We could take on the challenge. We could take on the challenge for sure. At number three, I got the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are number three because I think the Titans have been very good this year. But I think the Titans, I don't know really if they're going to be very successful in the playoffs. I don't see them making... Further than the Super Bowl, they could definitely make the AFC Championship game again. I won't even be surprised by that, but I don't think they will make it all the way to the Super Bowl, and represent the AFC. That could definitely be, you know, that could definitely be between the Chiefs or the Bills for me personally, even or even the damn Bengals. Who you you never really know, but the Titans, even though they have been amazing, and I would not be surprised if they even make it to the AFC title game they could stay consistent but if they have Derrick Henry coming back soon they, they could they could honestly go all the way and actually win it all so big chance for that to actually happen if Derrick Henry comes back but we'll have to wait and see on that one and number 2 I have the Kansas City Chiefs the Chiefs had a very rough start to the season they were lo- they were like two games behind 500 they were just not playing good football and they were losing to good teams, bad teams. They were a mess. But now obviously they've been on a crazy winning streak from November, December that I think they've only lost like maybe one or two games in that in that span. Yeah, they've been playing great football and so yeah, Kansas City, they definitely can represent the AFC Champions once again. But we're going to have to wait and see. And then finally the number one seed, the number one team that most likely will make the Super Bowl and probably win the NFC title, will be the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, the Packers, and I man, I mean, again, the Packers are an incredible team. What is there else to say about the Packers? They're just that fucking team. So we cannot be surprised. We cannot be surprised on how they play. So once again, we just you know, we just have to see for ourselves that you know this team is this team is really good this team is really fucking good and with Aaron Rodgers you know he desperately wants another super bowl title you know so we got to we got to give the chance to the pay, the packers the packers need to get it done this year because it's just going to feel a little bit different if uh if the you know teams like the damn fucking cardinals or the rams they take over for the NFC uh division or the not the NFC division for the NFC T- champion you know or the Buccaneers so it's gonna be pretty tough but the Packers they don't have to play this week so nothing too crazy for nothing too crazy for the uh for the for the uh, Packers this week but we'll have to see next week who they go up against but now officially I am running down the list right now at the moment Um, my playoff predictions here we go so first game First fucking game of the entire playoffs, we have the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. So this is going to be a pretty interesting game. I'm not even going to lie. The Raiders are actually a very good team. But they're actually one of the worst postseason teams. Um, And the Bengals, man, they have been fairly consistent this year. The Bengals have something that I really do think is going to be super special. But personally for me, I think honestly the Bengals are going to take this win. I think Joe Burrow and this and this offense, I think they're just a lot more better um, than the Raiders offense. The defense can step up at any given moment. But I'm not sure if that's really going to be the best scenario for... <clears throat> for uh the Vegas Raiders at the current moment, we'll have to wait and see how really that pans out. But I'm gonna have to give Cincinnati the edge here, man. Cincinnati has been great this 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 um this season, so maybe you know something could click for them finally. Um, in this one, and they're gonna be playing in Cincinnati, so home field advantage should definitely work to their advantage. Um, and then finally, last game on Saturday for the wild card rounds, we have the Patriots taking on. The Buffalo Bills. So, both teams, you know, the AFC, they were both, you know, very competitive uh, each each game. This is going to be a nail-biting game. I mean, obviously, the Bills, they took the division away from the Patriots, but the Patriots want to take the W in the postseason to get the revenge. And so, yeah, it's going to be a pretty big game for both teams. The Bills' offense been pretty good. The Bills' defense has been also pretty solid as well. Or actually, no, not solid. Actually, very fucking good. One of the best defenses in the league. So, no, not just solid. Very, very fucking good. The Patriots defense has been great. So, that's a huge standout. And Mac Jones, again, it's Mac Jones. He's a rookie QB. And I'm not expecting him to do too much in the in, in his first playoff game. You know, in his first season. It's, it, I don't know. We can't really put too much... We're kind of forgetting. I mean, I know we have Bill Belichick, the best head coach of all time, but come on, man, he's not out there on the field actually playing. So it's gonna be kind of tough to see if really Mac Jones can beat the Bills in a playoff setting, in his first playoff game, in the in his first in his rookie year. So it's gonna to be tough. Um, I could definitely see why people say the Patriots are gonna win this game, but I'm gonna go with the Bills. They took the division from them. I think honestly. I think the Bills may take that chance again away from them, this time for good. Now, for the Sunday games, I have first we have the Eagles taking on the Buccaneers. So, the Eagles taking on the Buccaneers, yeah, man, the Bucks have been great this year. And the Buccaneers, I mean, they're the Buccaneers. They won the damn Super Bowl last year. Can't really be surprised. However, I do really think the Eagles have actually a n- pretty nice chance of defeating the Buccaneers in the playoffs. It's, uh, you know, obviously most likely not going to fucking happen, unfortunately. But I really do. I really do think the Eagles actually have a decent chance of taking this all the way um, and probably getting into the divisional round. I think the buccaneers with their you know the plated team and basically a lot of key players injured i think that might play a big factor but again man the buccaneers are just overall the most talented team you know in this matchup so i would most likely give it to the buccaneers but just for me being biased and for me to go for a big pick in the playoffs so i don't be too generic i guess i'm gonna go with the motherfucking eagles Even though the Buccaneers are obviously going to be probably the team to take care of business and defeat the Eagles. But I have the Eagles winning it. So please, Philadelphia, see if we can get this W. Let's go. Next, we got the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Dallas Cowboys. So we got the 49ers taking on the Cowboys. This is also going to be a pretty fun game to watch. Um... These are two of America's most hated teams, especially the Cowboys. So yeah, both teams are going to be pretty consistently good at this uh in this matchup offensively and defensively hopefully. I don't really think a lot's going to be going on uh too much uh, uh defensively. Um but hey man, I think maybe the Cowboys this year they have been shining bright like a diamond. <laughs> I don't know why I made a damn fucking Rihanna reference like that, but you know, they've actually been just showing a lot of promise in the Cowboys even though they always say it's our year. This is our year. This is this is us. No. It's it's kind of annoying, but maybe it is this year. Maybe they're not wrong. I kind of hate to admit it, but you know what? I'm going to give the Cowboys the win here. I think the 49ers are still very able to get a victory against the Cowboys, definitely definitely very very possible. But I think the Cowboys defense, I think they might shut out that 49ers offense, honestly. I might be honest with you. I think the Cowboys defense is that good, fucking good. They're going to shut them down completely. So, you know, maybe not completely. I think the 49ers are still going to score points, obviously. But it's going to be pretty tough to go up against a team like that. So, yeah, I'm going to have to give the edge to the Cowboys. Next, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, man. The Chiefs. Hmm. They should easily fucking steamroll the Steelers. The Steelers, come on. They shouldn't even be here at this point. Well, most likely not because the Chargers wanted to lose that game and be fair and give the edge to Ben Big Ben playing in his potentially final game of his career. But that's going to be probably in Kansas City, man. That's going to be in Arrowhead Stadium on Sunday Night Football it's gonna be a huge game for the Steelers to see if they can even take on the Chiefs, who are, you know, the defending AFC champions uh, for the past what three years. So, yeah, they need to figure something out. Um, or the last two years, my bad. Those they those so they need to figure something out. How on how they could you know, stop the Chiefs. But, man, I think the Chiefs are just way too good to lose to the damn Steelers, even if they don't make the playoffs. I do not expect them to not lose in the damn wild card game. If they lose Divisional or, NF- or AFC Championship game, you know, I don't want them to make it far and then just to lose again like they did last year in the Super Bowl. But, yeah, I have the Chiefs beating the Steelers pretty, you know, easily. And then finally, the only game on Monday, we got the Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals taking on the L.A. Rams. This is going to be a very, very big matchup. Both NFC West teams are going to be, you know, you know, battling head to head. And it's going to be pretty tough. It's going to be very tough for both teams to see where where it might go. But hey, honestly, I don't think it, it could be that bad. I do think, personally, the Rams, even though they have not been the most consistent team and they definitely have a great balance of offense and defense, Matthew Stafford needs to step it up because there's no way in hell that the Rams could actually pull up a fight against the Cardinals if Matthew Stafford isn't on point. And probably same thing for Kyler Murray, honestly, because... Once again, it's just not showing the best sign for the um for the for the Cardinals, so if they could show something going out there, something could change something could definitely change, and you know maybe the Rams could actually pull this win, but we'll have to wait and see, but for me personally, I had the Rams, you know making it to the Super Bowl, so you know what I'm just gonna have to stick with that part. I have the Rams taking off the Cardinals off the list and I have them defeating the um defeating the um the Cardinals. Why the hell can I not fucking speak today? Jesus fucking Christ. Anyways, so that means so okay, so let me go over it. So I have the Cincinnati Bengals defeating the Las Vegas Raiders. I have the Buffalo Bills defeating the New England Patriots. I have the Kansas City Chiefs defeating The Pittsburgh Steelers. That's for the AFC. And then for the NFC, I have the Philadelphia Eagles defeating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have the Dallas Cowboys defeating the Washington Football... Not the Washington Football Team. The San Francisco 49ers. I have the LA Rams defeating the Arizona Cardinals. So that means the matchups for the AFC Divisional matchups that I would have in my own predictions. So the Titans... Would be facing the lower seed team. So the lower seed team, the Bengals. They would be actually facing the Bengals. Because they're the fourth seed. And they're the lowest seed there. So that would mean it would be the Titans versus the Bengals. And it would be the Chiefs versus the uh, the Bills. Chiefs versus the Bills. Damn, that should be a very fun matchup. And then in the NFC, the lower seed team would be the Eagles. So they will be taking on the Packers. And so that means it would be the Packers and the Eagles. And then the Cowboys versus the Rams. Damn. That fucking run. Anyways, this should be fucking fun to see. So first, first matchup for the AFC Divisional Round. The Titans versus the Bengals. This is going to be a pretty tough game. Who would I go for? Damn, this is actually gonna be pretty fucking tough. Uh damn Titans or Bengals <sighs> You know what? I I'll just say you know Hmm. You know what? I think the Titans are gonna win a playoff team. I don't think the Titans are gonna lose immediately in the postseason. I think maybe the Titans may actually get this win in the bag. I think they're gonna make it all the way to the a- NFC AFC championship game. I think the Bengals are still going to put up a fight, but I don't know, man. The Titans, I feel like there's something clicking with them, but I think that game is going to be a lot closer than I think what most people expect. So, don't get too crazy in it. Um, then in the AFC divisional game uh, between the Chiefs and the Bills. So, yeah, this will eventually who the winner of this game will be facing the Titans in the AFC championship game. So the Chiefs or the Bills, I mean, I have the Chiefs making it to the Super Bowl and winning it once again and forming their dynasty. But do I think they definitely have a good chance of beating Buffalo? For sure. I think Cincinnati, I mean, not Cincinnati, I think the Chiefs, even though their struggles have kind of been, you know, inconsistent, and the offense doesn't look amazing, but when they are explosive, they are explosive, and the defense can also step up and it's not like the bills have a fantastic offense either. I mean, they have great weapons as well, but it's definitely that defense. The the you know the 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 the, the chiefs offense has to step up and play great against that bills defense cuz the bills defense is no fucking joke. So if they want to go up against that, they really have to take on a fight against that bills D. So pause. So yeah. I have to give the chiefs for that one. And so for the AFC championship game, I have the Tennessee Titans versus the Kansas City Chiefs. And now for the NFC divisional game. So we have the Green Bay Packers facing off against the Philadelphia Eagles. (sighs) Unfortunately, I have to give my Eagles, you know, the end of their upsetting ways. And I got to give the Packers the win here. I mean, the Packers, they're just an incredible team. They got to make the Super Bowl this year. It's just no surprise at this point. Um, And then between the Cowboys and the Rams for the last game of the division around Cowboys and Rams, this is actually going to be pretty tough because I think the Cowboys could definitely get in there. But, oh man, you know what? If the Rams kind of have that game when they had against Arizona or how I think it's going to happen, they might have a pretty same decent game against the Cowboys. And I think the Rams might sneak away with the victory there. So I'm going to go with the Rams defeating the Cowboys. Next, finally, we got the AFC and NFC Championship game. Let's start off with the AFC. First, we got the Tennessee Titans taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. So this is a matchup of the 2019 AFC Championship game. This is the one where the, the Chiefs won this one. They won the AFC title. And they won the Super Bowl, defeating the 49ers in Miami. Will the Chiefs win their third straight AFC title game? It is definitely very, very possible. And the Titans, obviously, just coming off of a win, in my opinion, obviously, against the Bengals. Definitely think it's very possible that the Titans could climb up all the way and actually prevail, make the damn Super Bowl I just have a little bit of my doubts on how the Titans could perform. The Chiefs are amazing, man. They're a great team. And they're you know, they definitely going to make mistakes in these games. But they're going to pull through. And obviously, the games that they have pretty much... I mean, the Chiefs. I mean, when they start off the season pretty rough, they typically kind of aim back and just kind of get in full strength. And also, I think the Chiefs, when they won the Super Bowl, they had the same record that they did have this year and they also had a rough game. They had a rough period of games. They were losing crazy. and But they were able to prevail. And in the playoffs, I mean, they were down by 24 against the Texans. They were down by like 14 by the Titans. They are down by like, what, 11, 12 points with less than 10 minutes to go in the Super Bowl against the Niners. Like, they have consistently prevailed. And so the Chiefs, they're a team that I think definitely always step forward. And they're just, they're not fucking good, man. And I know their, their inconsistencies can definitely play a factor. But come on, man. You have Patrick Mahomes and easily the best offense in the entire league. And even though the defenses still have been kind of inconsistent, and I still don't really trust it as much, they could also step up if they really want to. So I don't want to be generic, but once again, man, I had the Chiefs winning their third straight NFC title um, because the Chiefs are just built fucking different. They're just built different. That means in the NFC Championship game, I have the Green Bay Packers taking on the Los Angeles Rams. So, these are the two teams that I want to see in the NFC Championship game. Uh, For sure, I want Packers-Rams NFC Championship game. Because either of the two teams, one of these two teams, I want them to represent the NFC. And most likely the Packers might take that spot. Because I think the Rams, you know, coming barely coming off of a victory against Arizona and also maybe getting an escape game against Dallas, against Green Bay, I think it's going to be a lot tougher than, you know, what people expect. So I predict the Packers are going to actually manhandle the Rams. And I'm going to have to change my opinion. It's not going to be Chiefs-Rams. I think it's going to be Chiefs-Packers. I think the Rams are still a very good team, but and also this is just more important for the Packers this year. If they do not get a Super Bowl, at least an appearance in the Super Bowl, it should be just done for pretty much for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers and his career there because I mean I mean I mean I mean I think he definitely has maybe two, three more seasons left in him, but How long are they going to be this good and still miss very good opportunities in making the postseason? Not making the postseason in making the Super Bowl, or not even beating you know not even winning the not even winning the uh, their own title. They haven't been NFC champions in NFC champions in a while, so they need to figure something up. But the Packers, I have them winning the Super Bowl. Now I I have them making the Super Bowl. Now Super Bowl Fifty Six. Chiefs-Packers, this is my playoffs predictions, my Super Bowl matchup. Chiefs-Packers, who do I have the money? This is going to be tough. Fuck. I've wanted this for a while, and I really, really want this. I've wanted this for the past two, three years. Errol Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, in the finale. I wanted this when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. I wanted this last year when the Chiefs lost the Super Bowl and when the Packers almost beat the Buccaneers to make it to the Super Bowl last year. And if the Rams, um, not the Rams, if in 2019, if the Packers didn't lose to the 49ers, you know, it could have been a different story as well. They could have, you know, they played against Kansas City. And also, Kansas City playing against Green Bay this year wasn't the most entertaining game because Jordan Love was playing and Roger wasn't playing. Patrick Mahomes, that was one of the first games back after that losing streak where they were, like, getting better, recovering. But, man, I don't know, man. It's going to be tough. But you know what, man? I have to give it to... This is tough, man. I really want to give it to the Packers because they really deserve it. And they are just a fucking crazy team. And Aaron Rodgers deserves another Super Bowl. Super Bowl. But the the Chiefs, I really do think they can f- officially start a dynasty if they just win a Super Bowl here. Their second Super Bowl in two years, in two in three seasons, my bad. Their second Super Bowl in three seasons. I think it's definitely possible that this f- franchise will be the next face of the NFL. At least the pinnacle, the best team on top for, for, for a good time. Maybe not for maybe 20 fucking years like the Patriots when they had Brady. But for at least a decade, if they can continue playing like this or continue having a team or a roster like this, they could be a dynasty and win four or five, six Super Bowls. But let's see if they can work on their second Super Bowl win and their third straight appearance in playing the big game. Because, you know, they won in Miami and they lost in Tampa. And if they do go to the Super Bowl this year, they're going all the way to the West Coast, which y'all say it's the best coast, but I don't know about that. But you know what, man? I don't really care who wins between the Chiefs-Packers if this actually happened because I wouldn't even mind. Aaron Rodgers wins. I win. I'm happy with that. Patrick Mahomes wins. I think a lot of people, you know, fucking hate Mahomes. So maybe a lot of people won't be happy. But shit, I'll be fucking happy. This might be the next New England Patriots team. This is going to be the new dynasty. And And I like the Chiefs. They're not my favorite team or anything, but I really fuck with that team and they're They're definitely able to get back in the Super Bowl and take this shit apart. But from the wild card game all the way to the Super Bowl, it's going to be tough. But anyways, I have the Kansas City Chiefs winning Super Bowl 56. The Packers can win it. The Rams, the Titans, I know. I could be totally fucking wrong. So don't take my opinion too, too hard. But thank you guys for listening to this episode. I'll see you guys in a bit. I'll be back next week to cover the games. And I'll see you guys in a bit. Take care. Peace out.